Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. There's a cat over here. There's a cat, There's a cat over there. A cat. And the wrong one died. And the wrong one died. Welcome to The Wrong Cat Died, the podcast breakdown of Catastrophe. I'm your host, Mike Abrams, and today we have a special bonus episode. If you are a Swifty or have been on the Eras Tour TikTok or a fan of the 2019 Cats movie or just a TikTok power user, you might have seen him go viral last weekend. He went to the New York, New Jersey Taylor Swift Eras Tour dressed up as the 2019 movie Bombay Arena. And not only that, but Taylor Swift acknowledged him on stage. So I cannot wait to hear the story. So welcome, Nick Rizone. Thank you for joining me. Oh my God. Thank you for having me. This is such an exciting day. <laughs> I love it. I saw the it was probably the first thing that happened on my TikTok, like when I opened it up, because you know it's, I'm curated for cats content to begin wow. with. And I saw the the like do your thing first post that someone made that you then responded to. And I was I was just like blown away because your costume was incredible. So Let's start there. Like, how did you decide? I think you went multiple nights. How did you decide I'm going to go as Bombay Arena? Yeah. So I was very lucky. I mean, as you know, this Taylor Swift concert has been a fiasco with Ticketmaster. I was oh, yeah. lucky enough to get tickets for night one of MetLife through a friend of a friend. And then night two, because I personally did not get tickets. About a month or two later, Ticketmaster emails me out of the blue and says something along the lines of, Taylor feels so awful about what happened. We would love to give you the opportunity to purchase a pair of tickets uh, specifically to the Saturday night show. And I was like, great. Gave them my credit card info. I didn't know where the tickets would be. All of a sudden, I get the confirmation and they were aisle seats literally as close to the stage as you could possibly imagine. And my mind was blown. And so I knew I was going to be in just enraptured in all of these Swifties, these obsessed fans around me. And I'm also a huge Swiftie as well. And I was like, I need to, I need to bring it for this concert. I need to, I always love dressing up for concerts and doing different looks. But I was like, after going through TikTok for her earlier shows, I was thinking, I was like, I'm seeing a lot of the same costumes and mm -hmm. I and looks and I wanted to do something different and I was thinking to myself what is something that I have not seen yet on the tour and 
I am a huge fan of the 2019 movie Cats. I think I saw it four times in theaters and I immediately it it just hit and I was like I have to dress up as Taylor Swift's character from Cats. And from there I just started spelunking online and turns out it's really hard to find a cat's bodysuit that is that replicates what they looked like in the movie. I kept scouring and all of a sudden I found this, I found this random, it was something, I think the website was like costumesmillanew.com and it was this ginger cat bodysuit and it looked exactly like Taylor Swift's character at Baba Arena in the movie. And I immediately purchased it, even though the website did look, a li- I, I wasn't sure if I was going to be getting this or not. Uh, the costume actually shipped from Wuhan, China. It took a month and a half to get delivered. Mm. I truly did not know if I was going to be getting this. I got it maybe a couple weeks before the concert. It shows up and it looked just absolutely perfect. So I was like, I have to wear this. That is amazing. So there are there are like a there's a big uh, cats cosplaying, but they're very traditional. So it's not going to be the 2019 movie. And I'm so glad that you did it because you know I did not get to go to the show. I um, I happen to be out of town anyways. Wow, I'm in I'm in New York, but also the tickets. Like to your point, you got lucky. You had these these like face value opportunities, whereas like they're going for two thousand dollars for bad seats on the secondary market. So you had the opportunity, but I had not seen anybody do it, and look, Taylor Swift is a legend and her music's amazing, but I'm like, I still devo- like, she's still to me now, partly Bomb Ballerina. Like I've made a lot of jokes about her and stuff with that related to cats because she took that role on. She, I thought she actually did a really good job of that part of the movie. And so I was so happy someone did it and to see not only that you did it, but then also to get her to react to you on stage and her see you and like someone to catch that moment. Like what was, were you, were you just kind of a fan at the moment? Or were you really trying to get her attention of like, hey, look, look at look at what I'm doing here? Yeah, I mean, this is probably, it's one of the closest, uh, it's, out of all the concerts I've been to in my life, it's definitely one of the times I've been the closest to the stage. And yeah. so seeing her so up close and in person, it was overwhelming. I was losing my mind, having so much fun. And then about halfway during it through the show, she was singing her song August from Folklore and she's just running around the stage and she is just, she has this flowy dress and she's just whipping it around and she comes right to the, right to the edge of the stage. And that's where we were. And it really was right place at the right, t- at the right time because I was on an aisle seat and then there were these stanchions that were blocking anyone from standing in front of me. So if she looked out in the crowd, the first thing she saw was a gay man in a giant cat suit. So it was very easy to see me, I think, from her vantage point. And so she's doing her thing. She's singing August. And then all of a sudden she looks and then she like kind of does a double take and sees me. And then there's a beat in the song where she isn't singing and she just mouths to me, oh my God. And we just lock eyes and I'm like, holy shit, she just saw me, like, we're having a moment right now. And she keeps singing, but then she goes back to me and she makes a little, like, purring, clawing motion. And I was, that to me was the ultimate confirmation that she loves cats as much as we do for all of its imperfections and campiness. And I loved that. I could not believe it because I did go into the concert thinking, oh, if she did see me, 
I hope she knows that this is purely out of love and I'm not trying to troll her or make fun of her in any way because that movie was such a bomb. But I, I love that movie so much that I'm just so happy that she got such a kick out of it. And then immediately, immediately after the concert was over, all of these Swifties were running over to me and they all had different POVs of the moment that were trying to airdrop me videos. And everyone in our section was just freaking out that she acknowledged it. It was so much fun. That's so cool. I I do appreciate that she is like, she's one of the few in that movie that hasn't like denounced it. Whereas like most of the rest of them have kind of stepped away. She's just kind of ignored it but hasn't been like, oh, I can't believe I was a part of this type of thing. So I'm glad to see, like, I didn't notice that same moment of like, oh, it looks like she's at least enjoying this. Like, it's kind of like novelty probably for her a little bit, but also like a uh, respect, it seemed like, of like, wow, you went the extra mile here. Like, you're the only one that's done it. <laughs> and the recognition of like, you went for it, you did it, and she appreciated it. Like, and you had the seats that she could see you, which is it's so fun because she's like, I mean, she's crushing this tour for yeah. Everybody. And, and it was so fun to see all of the fans that were there. I was having a blast with. They were freaking out over the cons, uh, the costume. But the other thing, too, that I was noticing is half of the people knew who I was. They were like, oh, my God, McCavity, cats, da da. Yeah. And then the other half of people, they just thought I was dressed as a cat because Taylor loves cats. And they didn't even make the connection. And then also her recent song from Midnight's Karma, there's the lyric, Karma is a cat. So I was getting a lot of people that were just like pointing at me and being like, karma is a cat. And I'm like, yeah, no, but also McCavity is not there. And trying to item, you know, bring them into my world and be like, hey, no, this is actually Bambalarina from the Cats movie, Unbelievable. Um, which was so fun. And then, yeah, this uh, this girl from my section, she posted a video. She got such a good video of Taylor reacting to it. And she posted on TikTok, I believe, Saturday night right after the concert. I was on such a high. I went to bed. I woke up the next morning and then it popped up on my For You page. And I saw that. I was like, oh, my God. And then it already was going viral. And all of the comments were just asking, where's the cat? We need to see the cat. Where We need the POV, the cat. And I was like, I barely make TikToks. I think I've made six or seven in my life. And so I decided to. I need to make a TikTok of my POV. So I pulled it together and then it just started, it just started blowing up. And then to see that Taylor Swift herself likes that original TikTok, that blew my mind. Because to me, that just, it was the idea of her the next day after the concert, sitting on a couch, you know, in her trailer, going through TikToks and remembering that moment. And like her liking it is just, it's the cherry on top. it was amazing so that was that night one for you that was two? night two yeah okay yeah i was gonna say how are you gonna follow up night night the second night if that's the first night and i was so happy that this was on night two because night one was incredible it was very emotional for me seeing taylor i for the first time in five years i was sobbing a lot and then second night was great because after this happened i was basically comatose for the rest of the concert I I was just in such a state of shock. So I'm happy I at least had the full concert the night before to really take in and process because I was just beside myself for the rest of the concert. It was it was insane. And how like what's that feeling like for you? Is like you mentioned Taylor liking it, but also the with the whole 
it going viral and just like the amount of someone who does not post much, even for me, like we don't, I don't do a ton on TikTok and we just do a little bit on social media. When one goes and starts to go, if you don't have it set up right, your notifications are going crazy. Like yeah. it's almost overwhelming. What was that like knowing that like this incredible moment of your life, that experience that you had just like minutes later, just amplifying to the world? It was, it was nuts. And I kept toggling between the original video and then the response video that I made where I was showing off the cat's outfit. And I, I had some friends that were in town and I posted the video. It started getting a little bit, I, it started getting maybe 5,000 views. And at that point, that was the most amount of views I've ever gotten on TikTok. And I was, I was just flabbergasted. We go to brunch and then by the end of our brunch, I'm looking and it's at a hundred thousand views. And then that's when I was, I was like, oh no, oh my God, this is actually blowing up right now. And then for them to it cross, I, and I think now it's at like 1.5 million views. And th the, the crazy thing is it's at 300,000 likes. Uh, that just seemed like such an insane number to me. Yeah. I can't believe it. I mean, it's a, it's a fun moment. And I mean, the, if, if, if we've learned anything, the, I mean, the amount of Taylor Swift content on TikTok in general from this tour has been incredible. So that when, when these moments are happening and people, you know, everyone's capturing everything. It's these things are going viral, which is so fun to see because it's, you know, there's a lot of people who can't get tickets and they're going to be able to do that or getting to experience through other ways like this. Absolutely. Yeah. No. And I feel so lucky that I was able to go not only once, twice. And it, this was just the most perfect weekend. I truly cannot believe that this happened. I also love, you know, one thing you said a little bit ago that, that I still can't get out of my head is that half the people didn't even know what you were doing and it's yes. like they spent a hundred million dollars on this movie included her she recorded yes. a separate song so like her fans should know this like if anybody should know this it should be her fans and more than half have no idea is not a good sign for this movie but let's finish no. this movie <laughs> you are a fan there are not that many people that are fans of this movie so are you were you a fan of the cats a musical before the movie like how like I know you were yes. a musical theater fan. Yeah, I'm a huge, I'm a huge musical theater fan. So I always knew of Cats. I mean, I was never the biggest Cats fan, but then once I saw the trailer for this movie, I was just ready because I'm also the biggest fan of anything, even remotely campy. Yeah. And, and I knew that this was going to be a fun ride and it's such a good time. Um, Okay, so you went in with the right mindset. That's the yes. difference. As you went in thinking this is going to be campy, it's probably not going to be great, but it'll be fun, and that's yeah. why. Yeah, so that's that explains everything. That's and that's I, great. Yeah. I wish more I people think, went in with that mindset. And I think it really helped because the first time I saw it in theaters, it was a packed, packed AMC theater in forty on Forty Second Street, and it was the day it was coming out. It was just filled of gays, and everyone was just. We had this collective experience together and we were all just crying from laughing so hard at the movie with all of the the random you know none of these cats were the same size sometimes they were sometimes they were the size of rats sometimes they were the size of large dogs you there was no depth perception there it it was just such a wild ride and then while i was home on long island for christmas i convinced all of my high school friends to go see it together and they were all like, are you sure we have to see this? I was like, no, we have to see it together. It is a communal experience. You need to experience this on the big screen. 
and then Alamo Drafthouse started doing rowdy tax yeah. um, screenings. So I had to go to one of those, which was just delightful. And from there, then we got COVID mm-hmm. and we had this pandemic. And as I, as we were running out of things to watch in the pandemic, I was begging and pleading all of my friends in my bubble in Brooklyn let's just get wasted and watch cats please 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 and for the longest time they refused and i want to say about august or so was when they i broke them down enough for them to be like fine you know there's literally nothing to do we're in the middle of this pandemic we will watch cats with you and that was also another wonderful experience so i have so many fond memories of watching that movie i feel like i'm one of the only people who bought it on you know itunes <laughs> you own you own it i um I, it's funny to hear you say that during the pandemic because so I saw a press viewing when, before it was done, you know, like probably a couple of days before you saw that on 42nd Street. Then I didn't see it again until I, it probably post Tiger King pit part of the pandemic where I was with my family and I, this podcast was still going and I was actually doing really well because everyone was home and so I could record with everybody. And I was like, y'all probably just need to watch this finally. Same thing. It's like, there's nothing that we've watched everything else. Yeah. And they got about halfway through and they look at me, they, does it get any better? And I go, <laughs> not, not really. It's like, it's going to be this for the next hour. And they're like, yeah, we're going to go, we're going to turn it off. They just, they just quit. They quit halfway through and I've seen it. So I was like, that's fine. I can just fast forward to the parts I like. Yeah. So let's do a little bit of catch rapid fire. And then I want to hear if you, uh, you know, your jellical choice, but. So if you were in Cats, and I, I'll take this as the 2019 movie or a stage production, who would you want a performance? Ooh, I feel like Bombal Arena does have a great, great part. So that would be a choice. But also, I do love Mr. Mistopheles too, because his song is just so iconic. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to beat. Yeah, it's number and just you know a, a very memorable one i agree with the bomb arena i think she has such a fun track like you get to sing a very sexual macavity song <laughs> yeah. but you get to be the confident version of that versus playing the very skittish demeter version of it um so i think bomb arena and tugger are the two where you just get to kind of own being confident and fun um so yeah i agree with there um what's your favorite song from cats Ooh, again macavity is amazing but also Skimble Shanks, the railway cat, obsessed. And you can't go wrong with the opening. I I just love mm-hmm. Jellicle songs for Jellicle Cats. Sure, yeah. If Taylor Swift was going to add a non-Bombalurina, because she was Bombalurina, cat mm-hmm. to the Eras tour, which one do you think should go with her? Which one do you think would perform with her best on stage? Oh, Skimble Shanks, because he would just yeah. tap dance the night away. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Um, okay, and then the million dollar question. This whole podcast centers around me thinking Grizabella is not the right Jellicle choice. So I, the movie's a tough one. I'm not sure the movie makes the best case for Jennifer Hudson, but do you agree or disagree? And if not, who is your Jellicle choice and why? My my Jellicle choice would probably be Mr. Mistopheles because he just works so hard. And all of the cats rally around him in a similar way to Grizabella, but also he's not as sad. And I feel like Grizabella, like, I agree with you that she probably isn't the right choice. And Mr. Mistopheles really turns the entire show around. You know, it's not until his song that everyone starts feeling like, oh my God, these cats, they're, you know, 
there's upward momentum here. Yeah. I mean, he also, without him, there is no like old Deuteronomy to make the choice. Like he saves him. Yeah, Although, exactly. So as a Mistopheles fan, how, what did you think of the movie Mistopheles? It's very different than the show Mistopheles. I, I loved the Mr. Mistopheles in the movie. Ooh, interesting. I did. I know. Oh, okay. I thought it was too, I got He's very, I always think, he, think of him as like very magical, very like showy and fun and like, yeah, and he seems very timid and kind of shy and See, I like that odd. though, because then once he was able to really express himself that you saw that there was that, I, and there was like a celebration. I, I enjoyed that, but I get it. Okay. Okay. So you, you liked that he got a story basically versus in yeah. the musically doesn't get I was rooting for him. I love it. Um, how can people stay like, I mean, you know, this is, you had your, you had such a fun viral moment. Like, are you going to keep posting stuff? Like how can people stay in touch with you? Oh yeah. I mean, I'm on Twitter, Instagram and TikTok is Nick Rizzo 815. I do. I actually, I should work on this ASAP, but I want to make another TikTok because I did take a lot of footage of me maneuvering around the stadium. So I do need to do a TikTok set to McCavity or something of me in that cat suit because god it was just such a journey to get to that stadium i also had to go through public transit dressed in that cat Wait, suit. oh yeah hold on did and, you go to penn station and the new jersey transit and everything uh, yes Bombay arena i i got ready at my friend's a place in like downtown brooklyn and then we had to take the subway to barclay center where there was a bus waiting for us and literally getting off the subway and walking through Barclays is very crowded. So walking through that, I had a child, I heard a child ask his mother, like, mom, is that a furry? Yeah. And then uh, there was a Shake Shack over there. And as I was walking by, all of the delivery guys waiting for their orders start cat calling me, like literally. And I, I was just, oh God, what is happening? What did I decide to do with my life? We get on this bus that's supposed to take us to MetLife. Turns out um, it has no air conditioning, oh, which gosh. does not bode well for me in this cat suit. Luckily, my face, I had stickers on my face for my look and I used latch glue, which was a huge help because otherwise they would have been melting off my face. But honestly, I was sweating so hard. It it was rough, but I, it was um, all worth Honestly, it was all worth it. I It's so funny because I, I didn't even think about that part about, you know, like I'm originally from Indiana. I live in downtown. I live in New York now. And I was just at the Indy 500, which is a separate version of people watching. And I kept thinking like, oh, you know, this is the same thing. Like, it's a unique experience. That's why these people are dressed up this way. And then I'm like, what, the minute you start saying, I was like, you know, in New York, you see a lot of stuff to begin with. I've seen, I ride the subway almost every day. I see yeah. things, but there's a, like, when you get out and you are the one in a very unique outfit, especially it's, in like the Atlantic it's much Center different station. Than you see, yeah. yeah, like if you see someone that's, you know, that, oh, it's New York. But then if you're the person who's in the weird outfit, <laughs> yeah. I was like, this? I don't think I like this as much as I should. I was like, es I need especially. to just get, yeah, let me get yeah. to the stadium. Once I got to the stadium, people, people were just it. obsessed with it. Like, uh, there's this tradition at the Eras Tour where people are trading friendship bracelets. And mm -hmm. so people were just flinging bracelets at me. They were just, they were like, can we take pictures with you? They were giving me all these friendship bracelets. I did get a couple of McCavity bracelets, which I was very excited about. Amazing. That the fact that people actually had McCavity bracelets that to yeah. give out. So I was That's very excited. That's so fun. About. 
that's fun that, that people have that. It's fun that, you know, like people are dressing up for this tour, but again, in most places you're going in a car or like you're parking. And in New York, it's like, no, you're taking a train or a bus or some public transportation to get there. And you don't realize, I, I remember when Harry Styles was here at the garden, every time I would be on the subway, I'd be like, what is going on? Oh, it's yeah. a Styles concert. You know, it's exactly. like, cause there's like very unique uh, outfits, but in downtown Brooklyn at the Barclays center at that terminal, that is going to definitely, and probably yeah. midday, right? Cause you had to go early. Oh yes. Yeah. We were leaving <laughs> around two 30 ish. Yeah. I, I love it. Like two 30 on a Saturday. So yeah. You were somebody's story to their friends that night when they I were like, so you're not going to believe what I saw at the Barclays Center today. Yes. And also during the concert, another thing that I loved is the stage is huge. So as the show was going on, all of Taylor's dancers and her band members, they would come over and they would notice me and then we'd start like vibing and having moments and we'd be like dancing and having fun. And I just hope that all of them after the show were all kikiing and we're like, oh my God, did you see that cat? That is my hope and dream that actually happened. So hopefully that happens. You got the, you got the like already from Taylor. That's, that's the exactly the that you needed. Well, for everyone else that hasn't seen this, it's on TikTok. You'll, you can find it. I've shared it. Um, the graphic has the picture of you that's for the podcast episode is a picture of you. We'll put it on social too. So you can see this, this amazing moment that you had in New York at the Eras tour, the legend that will live on. <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming on and sharing the story. It's been a blast to hear it. I'm excited for the world to hear kind of a little bit of the backstory of some of the fun moments that you got to have. Oh my God. Of course. Thank you so much for having me. I mean, this was it. There was a lot of time and effort put into this and I made a lot of sacrifices, honestly, trying to go to the bathroom at MetLife Stadium in a cat bodysuit. <laughs> is something that I don't think I ever want to do again. It was absolutely awful, but it was all worth it. All worth it. That is so fun. Well, thank you for, for joining me today. And thanks everyone else for listening to this episode of The Round Cat Died, the podcast breakdown of the cat's catastrophe. To follow along, you can subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or anywhere else you listen to podcasts. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at The Round Cat Died, or check out our website, therongcatdied.com. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise.